Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, I'm Randy. Hi, I'm Gabe. Let me tell you, <laughs> our, our theme for the year has been that 2016 is unlike any other year in history. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And sitting on the couch last night watching TV, it was a sure sign of the apocalypse. Uh-huh. Beyonce at the Country Music Awards. Yes, uh-huh. she was. <laughs> I didn't watch it. It's really good. I'm sure it is. I'm going to watch it later. All I saw was an article about... I saw, I've seen articles about how awesome it was, and I've seen articles about people being mad that she was there. Yeah. I mean, it's... And, and I think that's, that's what makes it kind of significant, mm-hmm. is, you know, you've got this black woman who's just, you know, this year put out, like... As, as a white guy, I feel safe <laughs> in saying one of the greatest black albums... Yeah. Piece of black artistry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, ever singing yeah. at the Country Music Awards because she made a country song with the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, uh-huh. it's really and apparently, good. Apparently, people were saying that uh, they invited her to perform, but the, today they were like, "No, actually, she invited us to perform with her." Like it was the other way around. Either way, it's totally awesome. Mm-hmm. And it works. Yes. So it was one of those like. Wait, what? <laughs> I saw her outfit. I thought that was very yeah, interesting. It was an interesting. CMAs. Well, but I think it's Beyonce, so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, frankly, that was. She's always going to wear a bodysuit and leotards. I mean, it was pretty actually mundane in the Beyonce <laughs> realm. So maybe that was her version of toning it, you know, toning it down a little bit. <laughs> but I think, I think we talked about this when we talked about our Lemonade album and all the other stuff, too, and the fact that, like, She's just an all-around amazing artist who can do anything. Yes. And she didn't sing an R&B song at the Country Music Awards. She yeah, sang a country song at the Country Music Awards. You and know, knocked she, it out of the park. Yeah, I mean, country-styled everything. It was mm-hmm. it was very good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And playing it with the Dixie Chicks, who have also exactly. had their amounts of, you know, rejection from the country music yeah. world in the past was kind of a, a mm-hmm. fun little thing. So that was fun to watch. Yeah. So that was one. And speaking of knocking it out of the park, <laughs> the other sign of the apocalypse. Go, Cubs, go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> apparently that's the Cubs song. I don't know. It is. I was the only person apparently not watching, so I was well, watching American Horror Story. You would have you would have seen <laughs> you many thousands of Cubs fans. <laughs> yeah, to Cleveland fans, it looked like American Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, but it was a great series. It was yeah. so. Um, so I heard about yes. <laughs> Should watch. It was really exciting. I'm just so. not a baseball. To me, that's like other than golf, baseball <laughs> is like watching yeah. paint dry for uh-huh. me. Yeah. Although I heard they had some exciting plays, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they did since it went all the way to Game Seven, and it was great. But yeah, baseball is just yeah. It, it was exciting. Yeah. So. 
Um, but you know, congratulations to to Cub fans everywhere, um, mm. including the one running for office. The third sign of the apocalypse. We're going to have a female president. Um, <laughs> and I say that as an awesome sign I'm of the apocalypse. Well, she is from Illinois. Oh, I, she's a huge yeah. Cubs yeah. fan. You yeah. should actually check out, we'll put it in, we'll find it and put it in the show notes, the video of when she found out that the Cubs were going to the World Series because <laughs> you thought her face was fabulous when she was amazed at the balloons yeah. at the convention. She <laughs> had pretty picture. much, she had pretty much the same look on her face as she watched the last play of the, you know, the series before the World Series. And mm-hmm. she was like staring at her phone with the same kind of look on her face. So yeah, she was very excited that the Cubs were going to the World That's Series. That's awesome. So the so Hillary's team won last night and Hillary's gonna win on Tuesday. Yes. Yes. Um uh, as I believe we talked about on a previous episode, um Secretary Clinton was endorsed by the Cincinnati Enquirer. Mm-hmm. Um that was one of those holy cow, this has never happened before, only in yeah. two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um Adding to that is something else we've never seen before. That same paper re-endorsed her. They reaffirmed their endorsement with a (laughs) brand new editorial column uh, just uh, issued yesterday saying, hey, there's been some crap that's gone on in this election. The FBI director is for some (laughs) reason involved. Yes. But they are absolutely standing by Hillary Clinton for the conservative Cincinnati Inquirer to Mm -hmm. issue two endorsements for that candidate. And they endorsed her in the primary, too. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, it's I'm glad they did that. Yeah, because what he's done is just... Well, obviously, you know, Donald Trump is happy about it, but... It seems like even from both sides, people who have done, who have been in the background on both sides, Republican, Democrat, whatever, are saying like they don't understand why he did this, and it's just like no right. one's ever done this before, and it's definitely, um, it seems like he's trying to like influence, but mm-hmm. maybe he's not. I don't know. As people so like to say, I don't know his heart. So, <laughs> well, I think he was. I mean, if you're going to defend him at all, he was in a weird spot because I think either way he was going to get screamed at. You know, if he didn't say something and they did find something later, the right. every conservative person on the planet would have said, mm-hmm. Why didn't you disclose that you were looking at these new emails? I mean, I think his excuse was completely ridiculously stupid because his excuse was, Where I, well, I told Congress we were done and then we found these other emails. Right. He told Congress they were done, but if anything else came up, of course they would review it. Yeah. That's what happened. That's what he was doing. We didn't need to say, Hey, Congress, we're over here doing something. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. And it's just stupid. I mean, we do public records requests all the time. And because you get those records from multiple people and by definition, an email goes from one person to another person, you usually get multiple copies Mm -hmm. of a single email because you're getting them off of different devices from different people. Just because they found more emails that were, you know, not even Clinton emails. Put that out there. Yeah. Right. And these that, aren't Hillary's emails. <laughs> this has nothing to do with her. Anthony no. Weiner, you dick. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes. But um, you know, so it's just this. Ha- you know, when you work in kind of this realm, you realize this kind of shit happens all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I just got more documents from the Department of Health, and guess what? I got three copies of one email because there were three people copying on this email, and right. 
you know, most of the time those they catch that, but they sometimes don't. And, you know, it's just how these things work. And it's not that they reopened the investigation and found something scandalous. It's that they right. just review stuff. And God help me if Anthony Weiner does not just go crawl away into a little <laughs> hole, hopefully in a prison somewhere, because I guess he actually texted sexual crap with a teenager this yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah, it sounds really awful. Um, I, I take a little bit more of a skeptical approach to it than you guys do. I, I think that there was malicious intent mm-hmm. behind the FBI. I mean, it's just personal. I mean, it's definitely here. possible. I, I, th- I yeah. totally think it's possible, but you know, I'm, I'm looking at police unions endorsing Trump and now you've got the guy who's basically one of the nation's top cops doing something that interferes in the election in a way that left everybody puzzled. Mm-hmm. And one of the few plausible explanations is he just wanted to screw with, you know, yeah. Clinton because it, you know, mm-hmm. it looked like she was going to win in a landslide mm-hmm. and the race is, you know, yeah. measurably tighter now. Yeah. yeah. She's still in the lead, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. I, they don't even talk. We like, I didn't even realize that they were like, people talk about now, I guess the media talks about how, well, you know, everybody knows that they were investigating Trump too, but he doesn't talk about what they're saying mm-hmm. about him and Russia. And I'm like, yeah, of course he's been saying about how Trump talks about how much he likes Putin and everything like that. But I didn't know that the FBI was investigating him and his ties to Russia mm-hmm. and his campaign manager, like, until you, all of this came out, and now they're like, oh, well, you know, he should talk about this stuff, too, since he's talking about these emails. But I'm like, but nobody was talking about that mm-hmm. until this came up. Right. Which is his problem. Mm-hmm. Well, but I'm, I'm like, or, or if you're not going to talk about either one, don't talk about either one. Just yeah. be consistent. And then what we totally ignore in all this is the fact that there's a court date set for December. Yes. For Donald Trump, suppose, you know. Allegedly right. raping a teenage yeah. girl. And a fraud for November. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you might talk about some mythological scandal of Hillary Clinton's emails. There mm-hmm. are two actual court dates set in two different court yeah. systems. But yet, right. Democrats aren't talking about impeaching him as soon as he gets yeah. in office, mm-hmm. but they're going to investigate Hillary yeah. forever. Yeah. It's going to be another four years of yeah. exactly and what not, happened during And Bill Clinton. apparently, not. Um, Appoint any new justice to the Supreme no. Court. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? What's happening to you, America? It's because the Republicans elected a bunch of people who don't believe in, in government. government. Why did? Why? Why? That is a problem. Why? Why? I think why, government why? is awful. So elect me to a government job, so I can, so I can be a it. part of the government. Like, what? Yeah. I uh, guess their their thing was to abolish it from the inside, and if that was their thing, I, honestly, they've. They've done their part, which is crazy. But yeah, I mean, hey, I didn't elect them. Mm-hmm. Some <laughs> y'all elected them out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of um, people working in government who hate government, <laughs> the <laughs> other thing in the Cincinnati Inquirer this week that we want to talk about uh, is an op-ed by a state representative, John Becker, uh, from Ohio, obviously. Um, who has a complete laundry list of all of the reasons why he opposes Hillary Clinton. Uh, His idea is that Mm -hmm. if she gets into the presidency, Congress will be completely castrated. Um, That's his, that's the term Uh he used to, to describe the Senate. Nobody likes them right now. They do nothing right now. They have the lowest approval rating ever. They work fewer and fewer days Mm -hmm. every year. Like, Y'all, y'all don't do anything now. And, Absolutely nothing. And that's not nothing. because of the president. No, no, that's what they decided. Yeah, 
You know, there there was no like slew of bills they gave to Obama that he vetoed. He no. vetoed, you know, one thing it's that like, wasn't really, really significant policy. What have they done except name coins and libraries? They've done nothing. That's that's really the truth though. They've done nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. They have no ideas. Their only thing is whatever the president says no to that. And that's why they're in the position they're in now. Right. Becker uh, is promoting Donald Trump in this. He says Trump is the candidate who is supporting pro-life issues, Mm. supports the Second Amendment, wants to lower taxes and control spending. (laughs) Not. Uh, He says Clinton supports partial birth abortion, which he defines as baby killing until the moment before the child is completely out of the birth canal and it's paid for by taxpayers. What? Okay. And then he goes back to the Second Amendment because, you know... You got a sandwich abortion with Second Amendment. Yeah. Like most Democrats, he supports higher taxes and big government. That's his his, uh, thing against Hillary. Mm Mm-hmm. No. You know, he's he's clearly repeating the same, same uh, Trump shit, lies yeah. about partial mm-hmm. birth abortion, yes. which we heard during the third yes. debate, um, which, mm-hmm. you know, they they did. We we didn't mention it because uh, we haven't had a podcast episode since then. We've been kind of mm-hmm. busy with electoral work. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's propaganda, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. All that is is right wing propaganda. It was invented by the pro-life movement. There's no such thing as partial birth abortion. Mm-hmm. It's late term abortions. Most of the time where something really, really terrible has happened um, because it's like, what, 2% or less than 2% of abortions that happen. And again, they they have this propaganda that people spew just to make you feel bad, like like black on black crime. That's yeah. not a thing. That's <laughs> propaganda. Do you write a white on white on white on white crime? No, mm-hmm. because... Yeah, it's propaganda that someone invented right. to try to make people feel bad. Like, right. yeah, there's and, no such thing. So stop saying that. partial birth abortions. <laughs> they don't exist. And they push that propaganda in place of actual policy that yes. can help people. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, there's nobody out there that's suffering because, you no. know, abortions happen at some week of gestation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No one's like, oh, my God, <laughs> my life is ruined because of that. Yeah. yeah. You know. They might Crazy. not like the idea of abortions in any, you know, in any form, but yeah. this isn't a problem that people need to <laughs> solve. There's no. no medical reason behind ending later, you know, later yeah. stage abortions. Yeah. It's really necessary. Yes. Exactly. Well, there's no, like, how you're actually going to help anyone in any of that. Trump's right. going to protect your guns. He's going to yeah. outlaw abortion and he's going to lower your taxes. Mm-hmm. None Why of which they're going to impact anyone's daily life at all whatsoever. Right. Not help anyone get out of poverty. Not help a kid go to a good school. None of that. So right. let's focus on shit that actually helps people rather than these freaking talking points that do absolutely nothing. Right. They hate women. They mm-hmm. just don't trust women. Don't want us to have control of our bodies. Like this is very evident. Like. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and it's what's really funny about that and just John Becker in general is that he's this, like, equal opportunity crazy dude. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he actually introduced one of the bills we've been following, although he's totally so far right of all of the other members of of his caucus, which is scary here in Ohio, (laughs) because they're already pretty far right. How is that possible? (laughs) That even his bills don't go anywhere because his caucus leaders don't agree with him, but... You know, he, he's all over the place. So the op-ed talks about how, you know, some Supreme Court decision forced upon the states a 
21-year-old drinking age in a like so he opposes the the you know drinking age being 21 instead of 18. He actually talked about introducing a North Carolina style trans people can't use the bathroom that matches their gender identity bill. Mm-hmm. I think maybe knock on wood Equality Ohio did some really fabulous work with him and maybe have talked him out of that but not 100% sure on that cuz he's just that crazy. But you know he just really I mean, he's definitely the person that Donald Trump is talking to with his Make America Great Again. Yes. I mean, he really should just be in the, you know, dictionary under that phrase because that's exactly who those kinds of phrases are aimed at. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anytime you uh, you talk about supporting an abortion ban and then condemn big government, <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. There's, there's a disconnect in there. It is. Yeah. I don't, I'm like, I, I, I don't understand it. I just, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I never will. Mm-hmm. You can't say, I mean, how much more personal can you get than telling someone when they can reproduce? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it doesn't get more personal than that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, while, while he is a little bit more extreme than most, uh, he is in the state legislature. We need to change the state legislature. And so... Uh, NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio did endorse candidates for Yay. the 2016 election. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so everybody knows that NARAL uh, has endorsed Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. uh, and endorsed Ted Strickland. Those endorsements come from uh, our national office, NARAL Pro-Choice America, mm-hmm. which is technically separate from us, but, you know, wholeheartedly agree with those. Um, NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio endorses the people who work in the state house. Uh, so for the Ohio Senate, there were very few um, competitive races. Uh, so Emily Hagan is our endorsed candidate in District 24. That's the Cuyahoga County... Um, Outskirts. Yes. It's kind the, of the U of the edge of Cuyahoga if you, County. If you live in <laughs> Cuyahoga County but don't live in Cleveland, you're probably in Emily Hagan's yes. uh, turf. So look for her name on the ballot. She's really awesome. Um, and, uh, I'm going to call an audible audible here and give her the, that's what she said. Um, because she was asked about, uh, abortion, mm. uh, and yes. Planned Parenthood during her, uh, interview with the plane dealer. And we have video of that. It's a very nice mm-hmm. answer that mm-hmm. she gave. We'll put that in the uh, show notes. Um, in the Ohio house, we have, uh, Brittany Bowman in district two, Kent Smith in district eight, uh, in district 11 is Stephanie house. 13 is Nikki Antonio, 16, Tommy Green, 17, Adam Miller, 18, Kristen Boggs, 28, Jessica Miranda, 31, Bridget Kelly, 34, Amelia Sykes, 35, Greta Johnston. Johnson. Uh, Johnson, sorry. Uh, <laughs> 55, Dan Ramos, 58, Michelle Lepore-Hagan, 75, Kathleen Clyde, and 94, Sarah Grace. Um, many of those uh, are names that should be familiar to podcast listeners. Um because they've been really terrific pro-choice champions. Uh, and those who you don't recognize uh, are some newbies that we'd love to have added to our core mm-hmm. um, of pro-choice legislators mm-hmm. in Ohio. Yeah. I'll call an audible, too, and congratulate Brittany on her new baby boy. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Adorable new baby boy that I see in my Facebook feed all over the place now. But she's a fab- been a fabulous activist with us for a long time and decided that running for office wasn't, you know, stressful enough that she should, you know, 
add having a baby a couple weeks before election day to that. Right. So congrats. <laughs> and Representative Boggs too is, yes, is, is almost there. Yes. <laughs> oh, she's having a baby too? Yes. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. Oh, she's my representative. Yeah. Uh-huh. She put up a picture on Facebook of her voting uh, with the Early. big baby belly. Oh, okay. She was, like, yeah, <laughs> gotta do this now <laughs> just in case baby decides to make an early arrival. Right. So, yes. So they're a fabulous group and go out and you can go to um, votechoiceohio.org and you can see all of our um, endorsements. Our endorsement process does not just include just every single person who's pro-choice. So we actually have a voter guide linked on that website as well so that you can actually see where people stand, even if they're not endorsed uh, on the issue of choice um, based on voting records and those kinds of things too. So if your people weren't included on that list of endorsements, go check it out and see if you can at least figure out where they stand on access to abortion. Absolutely. So don't go and just vote for Hillary and Ted and walk out of the booth. It's not allowed. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. Yes. (laughs) We'll put a link uh, to those endorsed candidates in our show notes. So, um, and speaking of the value of pro-choice champions, (laughs) we're going to need ours uh, after election day. Uh, The year is not over on November 8th. Um, no. Yeah, everybody keeps saying how we have one more week left, and that's not actually the case. So, can it be Christmas time yet? No. So, everybody, go and vote between now and election day. I'll give you like a day on the ninth. You can have a day, and then we got to get back back going again because the very next week the Ohio legislature comes back for at least four or five weeks of a lame duck session. Right. Yes. Uh, the lame duck session, we know Ohio Right to Life has already said that making a 20-week ban uh, is going to be a priority of theirs. This is uh, actually two bills, uh, one in the House, one in the Senate. Um, the Senate one was already passed by that chamber. Yeah, so, so they're actually both they're in the House. both in the House right <laughs> now. Um, but Ohio Right to Life wants to pass uh, a key piece of legislation that they can you know, go out on a, a win for them. Um, we're very confident it's going to be the 20 week, uh, mm-hmm. ban. Um, the Cleveland plain dealer reported this with quotes from Ohio right to life. So this isn't just speculation. It's, mm-hmm. it's been investigated by, uh, the media in Ohio. <laughs> um, a 20 week ban would be absolutely horrific for women and families in the state of Ohio. Uh, Randy, as you said, they're very rare. They're few yeah. in number. Um, but the situation wherein a, you know, an abortion at 20 mm-hmm. weeks or later is necessary is normally a, a, you know, a decision that comes after medical advice. Um, very yeah. frequently it's, you know, a case where the a woman wanted is like to have right at the 20 weeks. So mm-hmm. now you're right. saying that it's going to be 20 weeks, but then it's really going to be 18 because nobody's going to push up against like that's deadline because they're going to be, um, Mm-hmm. They would be at chance of losing their license, so it's going to be really eight, more like eighteen weeks. So you're just in a position of you're just now able to get the testing and see if anything is wrong. But if something is wrong, like you're not going to be able to stay with your OBGYN here. You're you might have to end up going out of state for something. So yeah, it's, I feel like also we're probably just going to end up. If it does pass, we're just going to end up in a situation where we're just like in court like we are over the Planned Parenthood funding right now. We're mm-hmm. just going to be spending a lot of our money to try to fight back on something that's right. going to hurt us. But, of course, Mike DeWine, that's fine for him. Like, 
Yeah. Oh, he loves, yeah. you know, he loves this Let's spend our money to try to fight this unconstitutional bill, like. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's always election season. Mike DeWine really wants to do that because as soon as this one finishes, we'll start the 2018 gubernatorial race here in Ohio. And you'll hear a lot more of Mike DeWine's voice. Yeah. But I think, too, the other piece that's really kind of critical on this 20-week ban is the data that we're already seeing on what's happening to women in Ohio and getting access to abortion. We mm-hmm. saw it start in 20 with 2014's data and we saw it again in 2015 where all the restrictions they've already passed that have closed half the clinics in Ohio and have made women drive further and wait times longer and all those things are pushing women further into pregnancy. And now they're coming back on the other end and saying, well, you should have gotten one earlier. Yeah. Well, you can't have it both ways. Either you want women to have it earlier and you stop blocking them from getting that access earlier, or you've got to have access later into pregnancy because in some of these cases, women are still seeking abortion care that they were trying to get at 12 and 13 weeks at 20 weeks because of money, because of family schedules, because they couldn't get into a clinic because half of the clinics have closed. They've had to drive there twice. They have to see the doctor twice. All these things add up for these women Mm -hmm. and they can't get access to them. So, you know, in so many ways, yes, it's the, you know, women later on in pregnancy, but it's also these women who have had all these barriers put in place then it really just shows that, no, they just don't want women to have them earlier or they don't want women to be more informed or they don't want them to be yeah. safer, which they're not in, in any of these trap law situations. It's about stopping women from getting access to yeah. abortion care. And what it really does is impact the whole range of OBGYN care for pregnant women mm-hmm. because that testing does happen earlier. And in, in a lot of these cases now, a woman won't be able to kind of wait and see. I was talking to yeah. somebody the other day, and she disclosed that, you know, in one of her pregnancies, there was something weird on one of the scans in the baby's brain that could be nothing or could be a severe sign of, like, the brain just not developing. And that was a scan at, like, 13 or 14 weeks, and the doctor's like, let's just wait and see. We'll do another scan in a couple of weeks, and we'll see if it's still there or if it's resolved itself. And she went back for another couple of weeks, and it had completely resolved herself, uh, itself, and she's got a, I think, seven- or eight-year-old child as a result of that pregnancy now. But what, what situation is that woman put in now where if she you know, is at 18 weeks when something might be going on, mm-hmm. does, is she forced to make a decision right then and there rather than kind of wait and see what's going to develop as they move forward? And if something does develop... And, you know, the child would either die in utero or, Mm -hmm. you know, be born alive and suffer and be in pain until it passed away. And please, God, don't be near only a Catholic hospital in your area. Then you're definitely screwed. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, yeah, it's terrible. So, you know, this is really... You know, from women who want to be pregnant and, you know, are impacted Mm -hmm. by this, even without even talking about having an abortion, but, you know, their care during their, their pregnancy is altered by bills like this against medical advice. These scans are not supposed to happen at 15 and 16 and 17 weeks. They're supposed to happen between 19 and 21 weeks, Mm -hmm. but now we have to do them earlier because that's what the Ohio legislature says. Yeah. Right. Thanks for not getting in between us and our doctors yeah. because you know, Ob- you say Obama. That's what Obamacare does, and we need you to repeal that. But yeah. you're not getting in between us and our doctors. Okay, Mm-mm. yeah. 
So that week after election day, put a couple of things on your calendar. Um, on the 15th, that Tuesday, we could have a community and family advancement hearing on the 20-week ban. That's usually on Tuesday afternoons at 4 o'clock. So kind of pencil that in on your calendar and keep an eye on this podcast because we will probably tell you about that um, mm-hmm. next week. We should know probably by next Thursday whether or not that's happening. And then regardless of whether or not that um, that happens, we are working with our friends at Planned Parenthood and preterm and urge and a whole bunch of other groups around the state to do a big action at the state house on the on Wednesday the 16th. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we're going to do it in the evening so people can come after work. So we're going to start at around 5, 5.30, um, and then go until about 7. So put that on your calendar. We'll get you all the details. Ohio State House, Wednesday, November 16th from 5 to 7. Bring a friend. Bring a friend or 5. Yes. <laughs> There will be, we're working on uh, buses from Cleveland and Columbus and carpooling and ride sharing from Toledo and Akron and Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. So, and Dayton probably too. So yeah. there'll be some ride sharing or bus options wherever you are in the state. So be there, be square. Cause you know, we'll see hopefully a great pro-choice victory on election night next week. But what's going to happen is the Ohio legislature is going to come in the very next week and start taking those rights away. So we need people to make a big stand of, we spoke out in droves and these legislators need to listen. Right. Yeah. I, I think that this year has been uh, a bit of a wake up call for the Republican party as a whole. You know, you've got the state party chair here in Ohio, flip-flopping on whether or not he was going to vote for the endorsed, you know, the, the nominated Republican. Yeah. Kasich said he wrote in John McCain. They're, <laughs> they're across the board uh, <laughs> having an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and a huge part of the reason for that is the horrible record on women of their nominee. And so now is an opportunity mm-hmm. for them to stop attacking women. And, you know, they can either <laughs> take the hint... Yeah. And stop, you know, bills like these and attacks on women, um, or they'll just double down on all of the hate. And I'm very curious to see where, because I mean, we were, I mean, they weren't this bad four years ago, but I, I thought they were doing an autopsy and trying to figure <laughs> out how they were going to be a more inclusive party. And it seems they went like the complete opposite. So, yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're cray cray. That's all I can say. <laughs> all right, you want to sing us out? <laughs> Let's get it on. Okay, so GOTV has officially started. Um, we've already been canvassing. Um, we're going to be there. Actually, we have they're out there every night already. But we're specifically focused on this weekend, this Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Election Day. Um, if you haven't gotten an email from us, then that just means um, you're not on my list. So. Uh, contact me at volunteer at prochoiceohio.org. Um, we're going to be all over the state. So wherever you are, there's a staging location near you. Um, again, volunteer at prochoiceohio.org. Link need- in the show notes. Yes, link in the show notes. We need as many people as possible to come out. Right now, Hillary's not winning Ohio. But if she does win Ohio, then, of course, that would be the election. So we want to make sure she wins Ohio. Yep. We need to make that happen. So we got to knock some doors. And everybody needs to vote. Uh, you can still early vote. MyOhioVote.com is like mm-hmm. the official early voting website mm-hmm. where you can find your county's information, exactly yeah. where and when to go, all of that information. Yes, it's now open every day between now and the day before Election Day. So 
today, yes. tomorrow, Saturday, yes. Sunday, Monday until two o'clock, and then on election day at your polling location, not at the early vote center. Go and take five friends. Yes. And I got to say, I went through Franklin County yesterday and there were a ton of people even for 930 on a on a Wednesday. And I was in and out with no waiting and, and oh, everything. Yeah, they so go just fast. go. Yeah. yeah. OK. And we'll see everybody uh, on the other side. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> see ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>